Yo, you tuned in to Gorilla Cross Radio. Broadcasting live from downtown Las Vegas, you're tuned in to Gorilla Cross Radio. Right, man here we go here we go wednesday night back at it appreciate each and every one of you watching us tonight and hanging out you're tuned in to gorilla cross radio you're home for 24 7 positive hip-hop music culture and of course sports as well i am your host jose v this is another episode of straight bet sports we are coming to you live from the sports and entertainment capital of the world none other than las vegas nevada now we greatly appreciate you once again if you're joining us you're watching us on gorillacross.com the gorilla cross radio app on youtube on Twitter, Facebook as well, or wherever else you like to watch us, go ahead and feel free and do so. Comment, like, and share. Make sure you tell all your friends about us. We're here every single Wednesday night, same time. Greatly appreciate you guys joining us. Now, in studio as always, to my left, Rob G. Actually going to talk a little more today, get his mic up. In studio, we got a good show for you guys tonight. A lot of NBA action. MLB's not looking too good. NHL got started up again. Our WNBA Las Vegas Aces came through today with the win against the defending champ Mystics. We'll talk about that later. But we got a good show, man. In studio, we have none other than Roy Jones, Roy Jones Jr. Boxing Promotions boxer, Max Ornelas. We got his brother in studio as well, trainer Tony Ornelas. And later on in the show, we're going to be joined by one of our very good friends and a regular on the show here, none other than Rampart Racing Sportsbook manager, Dwayne Colucci will be joining us in studio. Got Joel B in the background as well as always, taking care of us with the pictures. Quan 5-9 behind the big board doing what he does as well. But before we get started, you already know what it is. Let's go ahead and pay these bills. Let you know who we're being brought to you by tonight and every single night. We are being brought to you by Joshua LaFont with Simply Vegas Real Estate. A realtor here to help educate current and future Las Vegas locals on selling and investing in real estate. I know you're probably asking yourself, educate. Yes, there's a surprising amount of adults that when it comes to real estate, don't know the right questions to ask, don't know where to start, and think they need a lot of cash to buy a house in Nevada, which simply isn't true. So Josh had decided to make it his responsibility to teach his clients what they need to know, and equally more important, what they need to ask to help ensure making their homeownership dreams a reality. So trust me, make sure to call or text Joshua LaFon today at 702-813-0533. This has been a paid advertisement from Joshua LaFon with Simply Vegas Real Estate, 702-813-0533. All right, man, show started. Bills are paid. Once again, like I said, if you're watching us right now, hit the like button. Go in the comment box. Give us a comment. If you have a question or anything you want to talk about, hit us up, 702-608-3259. Our guests that are going to be with us here today, don't mind taking phone calls. So if you're a boxing fan, give us a call. If you're a sports betting fan, give us a call later when we got Dwayne on. But with that being said, Rob, let's get started. We got a fun show tonight. We actually have one of our ex-co-workers in the studio if we're being yes, technical sir. about it. Tony, appreciate you coming on and joining us. Thanks Max, appreciate you coming on and joining us as well. Thanks for having us. Man. Last time I uh, did anything with you was on another show that I was a part of. It wasn't my show, but that's how we became friends and got to know each other, and now we're here. Greatly appreciate you. How are you guys doing this evening? Uh, I'm doing good, man. We just got done training, actually. So okay. Nice, nice. Yeah, I don't know. Good, good. Thank, thank you again for the invite, guys. Uh, yeah, man, we just got out the gym. You know, we went a little earlier today because we want to make sure we we're here. So, got it. It's good, man. Good got day. It, it. So, let's start a little bit about you, Max. Let, let's yeah. get into your background and where you know where you're from and stuff like that. So, obviously, you're out of Las Vegas, Nevada now. You're going to UNLV still. I believe you're still a yeah. UNLV yeah. student there. 
Um, you're originally from Covina, California, though? Yeah. Is that correct? Uh-huh. All right. How long have you been living in Vegas now? Uh, since 2004. Yeah. 2005 around okay there, yeah. so safe to say is your hometown yeah at least for now mm-hmm. ain't going nowhere especially nah. if you're boxing bro <laughs> if you're boxing you want to be in the city right yeah, definitely. definitely definitely so i was training tonight it was it was good man uh, it was actually a uh we took it light because we don't have a, a fight yet we don't have a fight date uh set yet so uh right now it's kind of hard because you, you have to know how to pace it whether to go hard whether to go light gotcha so there's some days yesterday we did like 40 rounds and today Thanks. i think we did like 30 40 wow what are you doing like one minute rounds two minute rounds what like three three, three minute, minute, minute rounds, three minute yeah. rounds. Yeah. wow yeah, yeah. You fought four so, times yesterday <laughs> <laughs> so i get it. it is it is tougher when you don't know who your opponent is mm-hmm. yeah. when you don't know how to train for a certain amount of style or whatever yeah. it may be right now with that being said i mean i i've spoken to some people yeah. it's been said to me that there's been fights that have been offered to you that have been offered to your camp yeah. and that they've been turned down uh-huh. Um, why is that, and, and what's going on there, if you don't mind me asking? Um, we actually had one in, uh, when was it? Again? It was, like uh, June? it was June, yeah. We got yeah. offered Joshua Greer. Okay. Uh-huh. But it was on, it was on super short notice. Okay. Like, we were supposed to fight back in May, but because of COVID. Gotcha. Um, it got, it got, it got, uh, it got postponed. And then, uh, they told us about Greer, it, but it was, it was too short notice, you know, okay. um, three weeks. Yeah, it was like a three week. Mm-hmm. Got it. Like What's the shortest time frame you've had that you have to train for? Like whenever they've got fights for you? Um, it, it was actually in the, the beginning of my career. I would I would fight like every month. Really? Okay. So like like uh and and the thing is with uh if you fight every month, uh say it's four weeks, right? You're only training for three because the last got week it. you're not training at all. You're trying to cut the weight, cutting so, promotion, uh-huh, you know all that yeah, stuff. Uh-huh. Got so it's it. Usually, even less. So like that fight, it was on three weeks. We would only have two weeks to train. Gotcha. And nobody was sparring. Our gym wasn't even open yet. Okay. It opened at the, uh, I think the end of May, so we wouldn't have any training at all. I got gotcha. you. So we do have Tony in here now. When I met you, it was a different scenario. Yeah. You had Gil Martinez as your trainer. Um, from what I'm told and from what we talked about, obviously that's no longer the case. What happened there? If we can talk about that a bit, like what prompted the change from Gil to your brother? No disrespect. No, no, no. Yeah, You're yeah, 13 and no. You haven't lost with Gil. Why the sudden change all of a sudden? 12 and 0, 12 and 0. That, I'm th- sorry. That 13 was mine. That 13 was mine. <laughs> <laughs> that last win was mine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so what prompted that move there, bro? No, uh, it, it, I'm sorry. No, no, no. If you want to be technical, you were 12 0 and 1 yeah, yeah, yeah. with Gil. You're 1 and 0 with your brother. That's right. So right. what prompted the move there? Uh, it, it, was, it was like more uh, behind the scenes. We, had, we just had problems with our, our, our former trainer and then. I, I don't want to further those problems, so I asked my brother, hey, do you want to train me? And he, he said, yeah. So so is Gil still a part of Roy Jones Jr., or is it just you? Um, and he I, was your trainer? Or? Yeah, it, uh, the, the, the contract is only under me. Perfect, perfect. Oh. Got it, got it. And how much longer are you under contract? Because I know it's, it's you don't have much time uh, left there with them. Like a month, like in a week? Yeah, two, we got a week two, left. So if you have a week left and you haven't fought and you were under yeah. contract with them, I get it. Certain mm-hmm. situations, you're being smart. You're not just going to jump into any fight that's yeah. thrown out there for you. Are there plans of resigning with Roy Jones? Have you looked um, other places, or you're just leaving your options open? We're not sure yet. Yeah, we're just gonna leave our options open for right now. Man, I know you had a question for him about his fights as well, Rob. Well, I mean, uh, so since since you took over as obviously the trainer, like, have you trained before? Or is this your first? Is this your first boxer? <laughs> no, man. Like, I know it's your brother. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as as far as being a head coach, um, this is my first time. Um, Maxi has been boxing since he's like seven, along with my other brother, okay, um, who's a year o- older than Maxi. Um, I've trained them kind of on the side, you know, when let's say they wouldn't go to the gym and, and I would train them, train them, train them at night. Okay. But as far as being his head coach, no, never. Um, you like it? I love it, man. You love it. Huh? I love it. You know, it, it kind of, you know, it, it kind of just happened, you know, when he, when, when he split with Gil, um, he was kind of looking for other trainer. Okay. And then my older brother suggested, Hey man, why don't you just train him? You know, he's, he's having a hard time finding somebody. You already know what to do. You've always been there. Just try it. And, uh, you know, Maxi gave me the opportunity. I mean, it's, 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 it's something, you know, it's his career, you know, and it's, and, and it's a sport, um, you know, it's not like baseball or basketball where you can take an L and it Definitely. doesn't matter, you know, you'll still make it to the, to right. the court, you know what I mean? To, L, to the finals yeah. or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. But in boxing that, that zero is so important. Correct. You know, you so for as long as you can. So when he asked me, man, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, man, can I, can I really do this? And you know what? I was like, you know what? I'll be the first to tell you that experience wise compared to all these other coaches out there these great coaches mm-hmm. um you know I'm at the bo- I'm at the bottom okay. but my work ethic man is top like notch. theirs or if not better okay you know what I mean it's just 
I give it 110% because I know he's giving me that opportunity that a lot of a lot of trainers would love, man. I mean, I mean, so I, I take advantage of it. I make sure I'm, I'm, I'm there when I need to be there. And I'm at 100% when I'm there. Has your older brother helped with it? Oh, he, yeah, man. Yeah. So my, my, is he part of the whole camp and stuff like that? Or You know, we, we all kind of jump in, man. My my other brother, his name's Junior. He's a year older than him. Shout out to him. He's listening to us. And Danny, too. My nice, older shout brother. out to your brothers, yeah. And, uh, you know, whenever I can't go with them to, with the jogs, they'll jump in. Okay. Um, whenever I need, like, a little extra help when the camp starts getting a little heavy, okay. my other brother helps me with, you know, just holding mids, shields, you know, because, man, he's a 122-er, super bandway, but, man, he cracks like a welterweight. You know, he hits really hard, and my other brother kind of jumps in and helps out. So. It's a, it's a, it's a family thing. You know, okay. That that's awesome. Yeah. It's always good to keep it in the family. Yeah. So what sets you aside from, let's say people like Gil or any other pro trainer, like right. you said, you know what it is, man. Um, Maxi, as far, you know, I feel like being a trainer, it's not just using one template for all fighters. Right. Okay. I, might, I might be new to this, but you gotta be specific to that trainer and meet his needs. Right. And Maxi is one of those individuals that likes to put his part in and, and and be involved in the training as far as what he's going to do that day mm-hmm. because his body's the one that hurts not mine Definitely. so so i tell him you know what i mean like look bro if, if something's hurting today and we did 50 rounds and we did three hours and a half of training yesterday let me know let me know so if it's hurting <laughs> so today we kick back and we only do two hours God. you know so we have a really good open relationship and i obviously because we're brothers you know we, okay. we've always been really close but um that i i listen to him i make sure that you know he's the one that is dictating kind of the pace you know, if he slacks off, I'm obviously there to be like, hey, dude, let's go step it up, you know, let's step it up. Gosh. But um, I, I think that's really, really what, what helped us this last camp. And I told him, I'm like, look, man. When the, you got the victory? When we got that gotcha. yeah, when we got that win, I told him, I'm like, look, man. That was in Tucson, right? In Tucson, in Tucson. yes. Tucson. I told him, like, we're going to base what we're doing off this fight. If you don't look good, um, we got to, we got to, we got to. Tune it up. We got to change, change something, you know, because this is your career and it's really important. Maxi has gotten knockouts out in his career, mm-hmm. but they've all been mostly body shots. Got you know, it. he put this guy to sleep with a headshot. You know, we focused on power. We made sure he was calm. He was stress-free. That's what something that was really affecting him his previous fights. And I made sure he was stress-free, that he was doing what he wanted to do. And, you know, it showed in his fight. I mean, he put that away really. He, he was he was out for like a year. You know what I mean? A lot of people were saying, oh, you know what? He's going to be uh, rusty. rusty and all right. that. And you know what? None, none of that showed. So I was really happy. So Max... The previous three fights you had with Gil, unanimous decision. The one that I saw you the first time, you won the vacant NBA Super Bantamweight, I think it was title, or Bantamweight title? Uh, Bantamweight, right. 118, yeah. Yeah. Bantamweight. First fight with your brother, you get back to your knockout status. What was the difference that you didn't go to 12 and you were able to get that knockout this time? I I think, honestly, I think it's the way we train. Like, now... um, We'll like we'll, we'll focus a lot. Like there's some days that we'll just focus on the power. Like we'll just we'll just sit there with the shield and man, my left arm will, will like be numb after just from hitting it repeatedly. We'll go, we'll go three minute rounds with a uh, half a minute rest, and then we'll go do power bag uh, uh, drills on the bag and stuff like that. So I, I think it was just the way that we train. And then w- when I walk in the rings, sometimes like you'll be throwing a punch, but it's all off muscle memory. Gotcha. And and this time I would tell myself. When when you slip this punch, make sure this one uh, this, that my punch it comes with pop and power, you know. I gotcha. Just focusing on the power. So you lost the belt, but not by losing it by fighting. Yeah. Was it because you you were out for a year or something like that? I yeah, guess. Uh-huh. So after that, they uh, basically uh, take it from you or whatever. I get you. So what what are you trying to do next? Like, is there um, a fight you're? Li- I mean, I, I don't want to steal your thunder. I know we talked about it, but yeah, r- yeah. go for it. You, I you, told you we were gonna do it too. <laughs> no, I, was like, I was like, I'm gonna ask this question, but you're gonna probably ask it in front of me. No, go ahead, go ahead, ask the question. Basically, what Rob wanted to know is. Who do you want to fight? Is there somebody out there that you do see, whether it's an up-and-comer, whether it's a name, or is it just you still want to get yourself acclimated a little more with your brother and keep getting some more stuff under your belt? No, yeah, well, within this next year, I want to fight a a, a 10-rounder, and then after that, I just want to fight for any belt at 122 because I want to fight for a belt at 122, and then people might think I'm crazy, but like by the end of my career, I want to finish at welterweight. Like okay, at 147. That's one of my. So, a lot of boxers. That's what welterweight. I want to say. Yeah. So you want to finish at welterweight? Yeah, that's like uh-huh. Where do you, you see yourself being in your prime at welterweight, or like uh, at the end of your career? I mean, you said. That yeah, thing, like but... um, I'm 22 now. Hopefully, 30 to like 32 around there. Okay. Maybe earlier, cause uh, man, I I, re- I really want to do that. I saw Manny Pacquiao do that. Uh, I looked up to him a lot, like nice. growing up, and to, to to do that at 122 all the way to 147. Because usually the guys at, at 147 are at my height. I'm like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, yep. uh, it's just getting that weight. Uh-huh, yeah. So 
So ho hopefully I'll, uh, I'll finish there. Maybe even 154. Is there a name that you want, though? Is there a name that you want to fight by chance? Like that's out there in the rankings right now? Right now. That uh, you feel that you, you uh -huh. have a shot. Even if it's a reach. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. No, Everybody's yeah. got to get that fight. Yeah, even you know, if it's no, a reach. Uh, he's actually at 118. It's um, what's it, the guy from... Uh, Naoya Inoue? Yeah, uh huh? Yeah, man. Inoue. Yeah, he's he's uh, Japanese. You guys heard about him. Okay. They, call him, they call him the monster. Like, uh, yeah, the, the monster. The monster uh -huh. Inoue, man. Because he, yeah. he stays knocking dudes out and... Man, Max, you'll sleep that dude within, within <laughs> six, dude. Wow. You think within so, six, really? Dude. Wow. Like, nah, man. It's, you know what's crazy, man? I don't I don't want to brag because he's my brother, man. But the hardest part of my job is finding them sparring partners. Really? You know, and this ain't no diss to nobody that he sparred. You know, I won't say names. Hey, Rob's got to lose like weight, bro. You want to get him hey, in? Rob, you want to jump in? You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's hard, man, because yeah. um, he previous to me training him, they were really focused on his speed, which is nothing wrong with that. They say speed, speed kills, you know, it's, it's important. But my brother just nat has natural pop to him. And that focus that we have on it now, man, in his sparring, it shows. I mean, he's landing these right hands, left hands to the body upstairs. Wherever it is that that, that punch lands, it, it stuns dudes. And they're like, they sit there like, what? You know, what's going on? And uh, so, man, I know I know he'll he'll, he'll take Inoue. Easy, easy. So he's I in the Bantam? Is he in Bantam? He's in Bantam, yeah. yeah he's Bantam. So hopefully he'll try to meet us at a catchway like 120. Uh, he, okay. uh, you know what I mean? He, he, <laughs> he said he was going to jump up to 122, though. Yeah, soon, okay. So. What's up? What's the first? Away from there. Now, oh yeah. Now, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he has a brother. Is it's the he has a brother too, but he's not undefeated. The the one eighteen guys. The undefeated. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to look so up. what's your favorite punch? Because I've seen you. I've seen you in uh, person twice. You're yeah. really good to the body. Yeah. Huh. The, is that that's your favorite, favorite punch? One, uh -huh. So you you, you think you could take people down? With, oh with yeah. The body uh -huh. All day in sparring, man. I have the, I have like a, a whole bunch of videos about it. I don't want to put it out there because I don't want. Of course, wanna, you don't uh, want people to know your secret. Uh -huh, yeah. And then definitely. And then for. For my sparring partners, like their confidence, if they were to see that like online, they'd be like, "Oh, that's kind of messed up." The video gets leaked, uh -huh, and people yeah. see what you're doing. But man, I, I, that's my favorite shot. I, I, I honestly don't know who I got it from, but I, I, I just like uh, landing that punch every time. Once again, I'm Jose V. You are Never listening shot. to Straight Bet Sports on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. We are joined in studio by Roy Jones Jr. Junior Promotions Boxer. I keep messing that up. <laughs> Max Tornellis and his trainer brother Tony Ornellis in the studio. So. Since you are with Roy Jones still technically, what are your thoughts on the whole Roy Jones Mike Tyson fight coming up? I don't know, man, because because uh, <laughs> it's an exhibition, so I don't know if, like uh, if they're gonna take it serious. Like, uh, have you seen his training videos? Yeah, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson looks like he's gonna <laughs> he's take it serious. Yeah, bro. for sure. Like, I don't know if I want to go in the yeah, ring and spar yeah. with him for thirty seconds. Like that dude looks monstrous. But do you, do you think it'll be a good, exciting fight though? At least, at least to say. At least. Um, I think so. Yeah, if they actually fight, if they actually like, um, t like take it serious, then yeah, I think. Who you got? <laughs> uh, dang man, you have um, to say Roy. It's a toss up, but um, I'm gonna say Tyson, man. I got yeah, Tyson. I, I got said Tyson. that last Dude, week. I got Tyson. It's just, it's like you said. His, his, his. I mean, they could be just a little, just to, for social media, his, yeah. his videos that they post. But man, this dude is going crazy on the yeah. bag, on the mitts, and then I see Roy. Shadow boxing with yeah. flip-flops on. I'm like, yo, at least put some shoes on. You know what I mean? All like, soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking horrible. But, man. I mean, you know what it left like a... When, did you see Chavez and Arce do their exhibition match? No, they were I just, did not. They were just kind of like... Yeah. like it was just, a quick... They were just like slap boxing, like body shots in the bathroom when you're in middle school. You know what I mean? They were just kind of like going... like just. It wasn't a real fight. It was just... So me and Max were talking about it. We we're like, man, what if they do the same thing? And they're that, charging 50 bucks that, on pay-per-view. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's going to be like, pay-per-view. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. I think you got one of the YouTube guys, Logan Paul or yes. somebody. Jake Paul. Jake Paul fighting Nate Robinson. <laughs> oh, Nate Robinson. Yeah, yeah I read Nate about Robinson. that. Yeah, yeah, that's coming. Yeah. Now, obviously, we're in a pandemic. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. You see Top Rank doing their boxing matches at MGM in small little spaces with no fans, nothing like that. You see The Zone getting ready to start doing the same thing. If you have to fight and there's no fans, because every fight that you've been in has been with fans at a stadium or an arena or whatever it may be, how is that going to be for you? Have you thought about that? Have, have you thought about how am I going to be able to fight when I don't have people rooting me on? Your family's always at your fight. The two fights that I was at, I think yeah. you had freak, I don't know how many people <laughs> here, but I mean, yeah. it's good when you have that support system. Yeah. So how is it going to be for you when your next fight comes up if they're still not allowing fans? Um, well, I, I don't think it'll affect me as much because uh, I, I, I would like like see it as like a sparring match. Like it wouldn't be a sparring match, but I would kind of see it like that. Like usually when we spar, there's, uh, there's only what? the trainers and like uh, two or three people there. So 
I don't think it will, it, it'll affect me as much. So less of a spotlight, uh-huh, keeps you yeah. more calm, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'll be able to hear uh, my brother more and stuff like that. So, right. <laughs> so um, your mom's a big person when it comes to school, I believe, right? She wanted you to do school first mm-hmm. before yeah. it had anything to do with boxing. Yeah. How's school going with you right now? It, uh, it, it's going it's going really good. Um, I'm actually only taking like two or three uh, classes right now because I'm not able to. Sometimes uh, like when camp starts going, we train uh, on some days. Uh, two times a week I mean two times a day and then three times a day so it's it's kind of hard with that I got you definitely so we were talking about it earlier one of your first fights was in Cancun yeah I want to ask you about that because I've been to Cancun it's beautiful I love it how was that experience did you fight outside was it inside because I know Um, a lot of the fights in Mexico are outside rings no uh this one was actually inside man okay and it's actually a funny story man on that fight it was like the first time I got knocked down Really? Okay. It, it, the only it, time. It's the only time I got He's like, make, make it right. Yeah, the only time. Yeah, yeah. Clear it up. <laughs> right, right. And I remember when we were there, they said we were like the fourth bout. And then like half an hour, the, the uh, Gil starts wrapping my hands. And uh, some guy walks in and he's like, hey, you guys are up first. So uh, we're like, and we're in the middle of wrapping like the second hand or something. So uh, I think we had like, like. So you're about uh, to come on already. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't even think we warmed up. We warmed up for like 15 to 30 seconds. Wow. And 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 I remember I had taken a nap, so you know how you're you're kind of like groggy. Yeah, you're like, nap oh, and I get back yeah, up, man. And then right like the was it like 15 seconds, he lands a left hand, man. He's a southpaw, so, so it just it, caught you it, off guard. It was guard. a weird angle, yeah. And I was leaned up against the ropes. He hit me right in the temple, man. It was it was bad. Came back to win though. <laughs> yeah, huh? came yeah, back, he came back and got the W. That's the most important uh-huh. part. Not only that, you came back with the knockout. Yeah, and I think in so the, to get knocked uh, down and then come back and get the knockout. That's not what bad. round. What round was it in? Uh, third. Third round. Third oh, round. See, I don't. I don't have that, but he has definitely. You, you still remember? So it wasn't yeah, that yeah. hard of a punch. Definitely. <laughs> How many rounds was the fight? Four. Four. Oh, four. Oh, right? So I had a yeah, win by knockout. Yeah, you had. In the beginning, yeah. the majority yeah. of your yeah. fights are so yeah. small, uh-huh. right? Like what, three, four, five rounds? Four rounds. Yeah. What's the longest? About you've had that you've gone the decision that you uh, had to fight 10 10, 10 right uh, last 10, one was 10 uh-huh. right yeah, yeah. yeah okay and how do you feel better are you do you feel comfortable when you get into those situations and it's like okay it looks like we might have to go the distance here yeah man and you're not uh, just knocking people out. uh as long as we train like if we were to fight the uh 12 rounder we we, we spar 14 or uh 14 15 or 16 rounds God. so that's how you know that you're so one more fight, to, you said uh-huh. you want to go 10 and then you want to go 12? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. All right. Yeah. Let's... I want to jump up, man. Yeah. That's good. You get your stamina. You get your legs. You know you can actually hang yeah. and stay in there. You're, you're, you're f- uh, fatigued. You don't get too fatigued. So that's good. Yeah. Now, out of all the fights you've had, taking away the Cancun one, which I know you said that was a good one for you. Yeah. What would you say was your most, I'm not going to say exciting fight, but like the fight that meant more to you more than anything out of all the 13, 14 fights that you've had in your pro career? I think the Lopez one. When yeah, you got the belt. Uh huh. Because everybody was uh, saying that I might lose. That the guy was too experienced, and then he uh, he was southpaw. So if you're a fighter out there, you know that it's uh, it's a weird angle. It's harder to fight a southpaw. And I don't think I even I think I, I, I sparred four rounds that whole camp against the southpaw. Really? Yeah, man. So you guys was, were stepping hard. on each other a lot in that fight, though. Yeah, uh-huh. I saw you guys kept but, tangling yeah. up feet uh-huh. and everything. And, yeah. But how good was it? Because you say it was that one. You were technically at home. Yeah. You were on your home campus in school, yeah. and like I said, your whole family was there. <laughs> I mean, how does that feel? Like, just overall, how does that feel inside when your hand was raised, you're the champ, and they gave you the belt? Yeah, it was awesome, man. Especially afterwards when everybody just comes to you and uh, uh, everybody wants to take a picture. Uh, every time I take a picture, I, I let them hold the belt. So j- just to see the smile on their face on my mom's face, it's amazing, man. It's awesome. Once again, you are listening to Straight Bet Sports on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. We are brought to you by Joshua Lafon with Simply Vegas Real Estate. We're joined in studio by Max Ornelas and his trainer, Tony Ornelas. Rob G to my left. So we're going to finish up here soon. But what can the fans that been following your career that know about you, what can they expect moving forward from Max and from Tony Ornelas? Uh, you can expect great things, man, because... Uh Man, I, I, I'm dreaming of so much stuff, like uh, especially how I talked about winning world titles in, in every uh, in 122, 126, all the way up to 47, and ho- ho- hopefully one day my ultimate goal is, is to be a pound for pound king. Okay. So hopefully I'll get there one day, and, and I know that I can. 
what's next well, i mean do you have something lined up is there something in the works or is there a fight coming up or uh, is it or, i mean i know it's kind of we're crazy not sure right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah nothing uh, yet okay hopefully like in september hopefully. is that when you're trying to fight you're trying to find in september yeah, uh -huh. okay was your so your, your your camp was start your camp would already started or mm -hmm. start now yeah it actually started this week on, oh okay on Monday, yeah so i did okay. forget to ask you what gym are you training out of now uh center ring where's that at it's on uh lake mead and lake mead and lynn and lynn okay shout out to center ring boxing and Jose, who, who, like who, on the east side of town. That's yeah. fine. Who, who are they attached to? Like, are they attached to any promotion company or anything uh, like that? No, nah, they're, they're, they're just part of like USA Boxing. It's like mm -hmm. a more of an amateur okay. uh, gym, but like a youth um, program. Yeah, like youth program. But ho it, the manager there's Jose. He's a really good guy. Nice. Opened nice, up nice. the gym to us. So it's shout cool. out to Jose. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff, man. We greatly appreciate you guys coming on and giving us a few moments of your time. We're gonna have you guys chill out with us for a bit. We got another guest, but before we go, last thing. Let everybody know where they can find you so they can check up with you. See the because you post a lot of stuff on Instagram about your training and all that. Yeah. Just let people know where they can find you on social media so they can continue to follow your career. Yeah, uh, that, that's usually the only one that I use. Uh, Instagram, you, you can find it at uh, O R N E L A S uh, underscore Max. All right, Tony. Yeah, same thing uh, at Tony Ornelas. Uh, you'll find us there. Mine's private, but I'm gonna undo the private that way. People can find <laughs> you're a trainer. <laughs> you're a head coach. Yeah, last one yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you trying to get any more people under you that you want to train, or right. you're just trying to stick to Good your brother? Question. Man, you know, right now, man, I'm just trying to trying to give the focus to Maxine because it is it, it's a hard job, man. It really is to find sparring partners to dedicate. I mean, we train three, four hours and then, you know, he goes running. I try to go with the running and then we do strength and conditioning on the three days. OK, so um, right now it's just him man. Um, I got I got I got a 40 hour job, too, you know, Good which, which I, I, I love my job, too, as much. I, I mean, I love my training more, but um, shit, once I, I cannot work, then I might, you know, take on some more people. if. If, if whoever wants to join the join the team it's awesome yeah. definitely good stuff guys definitely appreciate you guys coming in hopefully the next time we have you in it's with another w yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm holding most you to it tony no, no. i'm holding one. yeah second he's, one. he's gonna i'm telling you man i want to see two and zero oh with two knockouts that's right that's, that's right that's right that's right that's sleepers, right. That's sleepers. <laughs> sleepers. <laughs> exactly. all right fellas thank you so much thank you really appreciate you thank you guys good stuff there rob we're gonna go ahead and get Dwayne on right now in a second but um what do you think man yeah, that was great. I mean, yeah, it's the first time, you know. Ready to see the future the future star rising here? Yeah, it's awesome. Undefeated, you know. Brother's a trainer. First time, you know, jumping into that. Still trying to run a 40-hour job and trying to take on that, you know, responsibility of, of training his brother. It's tough. Yeah, it's super tough. It's, that's, yeah. I've, I'm, I've never done it, but I can obviously see that it's no, tough when yeah. you have a job and you got to do other stuff. Definitely. It, it gets frustrating. It gets tough. But you got to be patient there. Now, let's run down some scores here before we get into it with Dwayne here. Because we got a lot to talk about with Dwayne. We want to know what's going on with all the betting there at Rampart. All the sports are back, at least the main sports. I think Rob hopefully started betting again. We don't know yet. But let's run down these scores real quick. LA Dodgers pull out the victory 7-6 over the Padres. So Rob's Dodgers get the victory there. They continue to roll. OKC put on a freaking clinic against my Lakers today, 105-86. But like Rob said, I forgot. They've already clinched the number one seed, so that game probably doesn't mean anything to them. My Yankees fell in seven in the first game to the Phillies, 11-7. Second game was 3-1. They got the victory there. And then we got your LV Aces pulling off the victory in the Wubble, as they call it. 83-77 <laughs> against the defending champs, the Washington Mystic. LA Angels playing the Seattle Mariners right now. That game is in the bottom of the eighth, 7-6. Boston pulled off the victory over to Tampa Bay. Chicago Cubs keep rolling 6-1 there. Arizona 14 to 7 over Houston. Not sure if you guys know, but Jose Altuve is batting, I believe, 178. It's a lot harder to hit the ball when you don't know what's coming, right? Right. But um, yeah, just like there was a meme that came out. If you guys saw it, it has all the main players and they're standing there and they're like, yeah, season started. No positive test. That's because they saw the signs coming. No. <laughs> Dagger. But we are back at it. Dwayne Colucci. Rampart Racing Sportsbook Manager. What's going on, brother? Greatly appreciate you jumping back on with us again. How's everything going for you tonight? Got your pops in the background as well? Always. You know, he's got to come by. <laughs> he loves you guys, you know. Hey, we love guard. pops. He's part of the team. He's, yeah. he's your security guard, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. So what's going on? How's your evening going? Yeah, it's going good. Yeah? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Busy today. Busy, busy? Yeah, starting to get back now. We're going to get back to seven days because the Rampart, we have a kiosk. Okay. So I was talking to Quan earlier. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, we flow off the kiosk. Okay, and so now, your book's closed. Right, oh, exactly. Okay. But the kiosk, uh, it takes the whole betting menu that we offer at Rampart, so South Point, the horse racing, all that. So it's really going good. And 
now I had to call all the employees that were on furlough. We're going to extend now back to seven days a week. That's that must awesome. have been a great call great for news. all those employees. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They greatly appreciated. They some all tickets. jumped in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> anytime, Rob. Anytime. I you know that. Trust yeah. me, bro. It's not. When I first started working with Dwayne do back racing. in 20... I see the horse racing. That's over. I can't. No, stop. Back when I worked with Dwayne in 2009 when yeah. we opened uh, yeah. uh, Eastside Cannery. East bro, they told me, have you ever rode a ticket? I'm like, no. But I bet <laughs> I bet horses and sports are like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I, I freaking learned the machine within like a week. Oh, that's because it's like if you're riding your own ticket. Right. If you know the terminology, exactly. you're fine. Bro. I don't know the horse you're terminology. Fine. Uh, you'll learn it yeah, real quick. All right, man. So all of the big name sports are back. Yes. So obviously there has to been a lot more action coming in your way. Once the baseball started, it doubled. Really? So yeah, I was up a hundred percent. You know, really? uh, yeah, the numbers doubled once baseball started. Then once you had that opening night with the Lakers and Clip show and you had the uh Vegas Golden Knights play the exhibition game, then we were off the hook. But still the horse racing is king. I mean, I pulled a, a weekend this weekend was higher than any August weekend last year. And that includes opening week of college football. Now, that was just paramutual horse racing handle. But it was just off the hook. I can't be, I mean, my team is amazing. The horse racing clientele is amazing. And I'm just, you know, proud. Definitely. And not only that, I got to give a shout out to the people that work over at the deli. Yes. Dwayne hooked us up the last time me and Rob were there. Sandwich was fire. Food was good. So always got to give props to people out there that are doing the right thing for everybody. Keeping everybody going at the casinos when we're out there having fun, having a good time. But what are you seeing more bets on now? Is it still the baseball? Are you getting a lot more NBA? Are you seeing that hockey action coming in? The NBA. The NBA more than anything? Once the the Lakers get playing and the Clippers and all the West Coast teams, you know, you got the Suns involved and a lot of people with the the Zion and John Morant, you know, so you got a lot of NBA fans. So the NBA definitely increases the handle massively. Vegas Golden Knights, once they start that first playoff series, it's going to be off the hook. So, you know, that's when I'm going to have to watch the social distancing because gotcha. we still have to follow that. And I have to cater to the horse racing players. So Makes it's going to be a good mix, but we have to be perceptive of the sports crowd. What's so how, how do you counter that? Because, like, when I worked at the book, I knew how it was. You had a lot of sports people yeah. that would get upset because the horse people would get first priority, which, right. which I get because your race is going off. You got to get your bet in. Your right. game doesn't start for another hour. You're good. Right. But some people don't understand that. So how do you work that out? Uh, you know, you just be as friendly and as kind as you could be. Like you said, most of the betting menu, you could bet 24 hours in advance at Rampart and South Point. So, you know, you have to take that into consideration. And we have a lot of respectful customers. The shops are respectful, the horse racing guys. So we got a good mix. There's never any problems at the Rampart. So what are you more excited about when it comes to the handle that you're getting on all of these different sports? Well, I'm waiting to see what the NFL is. The NFL is king, you know, so I always look at that. And then you have Labor Day weekend when we got the Kentucky Derby now for the first time. It's going to be interesting. I tell you, I don't think college, we were talking about it. I don't think think college is happening. No way. But the NFL, I want to see how they overcome this. And Mark Davis, you know, saying no fans at Allegiant Stadium, that's huge. I mean, if you start to read between the lines, uh, scary too. I hope they play. So they're saying there's going to yeah. be no college football? Is that no, what? we're well, feeling oh, that, yeah. you know, with the Even though they've come vibes. out with a schedule, there's lines out. I mean, you, know, you get the money You could come but... out with anything. Yeah, right, no, of course. Yeah. It starts, it doesn't yeah, start. Yeah, whether you come out of line is irrelevant. But, yeah, it, it's still, even with schedules and they're saying. And you guys have lines up and everything for college football, yeah, right? Yeah, and we yes, actually, uh, Chris Andrews took down opening week of the NFL today. Oh. And I spoke to him, and he goes, really? you know, he goes, Dwayne, with all the uh, teams and all the guys the sitting out guys. with the Patriots. Yeah. Then you had the staff. Did he have COVID or was it a false positive? You got to look at these things. So from a bookmaker's angle, we had to take the games down. From we a, don't know what's going to happen. The sharp guys get some inside information. Right. They're going to start pounding, pounding, pounding. Exactly. From a bookmaker's angle, what's been the right. what's been the most difficult sport to adjust to? Because I know we talked last week about NBA. how the NBA just yeah the totals were crazy. Right, right. The NBA, were right, crazy. right. So, you had to adjust because all of a sudden it was an all-star game atmosphere. Right. So we had to start paying attention. You know, right. Yeah. You <laughs> how did you make the adjustment? Well, because quickly, the, when first night quickly. you had easy Eastern Conference games, 186. Right. Western 202. That. 
But now, yeah. next day, 265, like, Right, right. How, how did you Warren guys come up with these numbers? Still be, are, you still ca- are you still, is the bookmaker lines like still making it east versus west? Like are east games still lower, are still like total still lower than the west? It depends on who the opponent is. You know, who the matchup is. But you overall, like it's still. Yeah, yeah, you know. Not all games are 232, right? Like, no, 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 no right, no. right. Like, they just... Well, naturally, the West has the, the flashy and game. the high scoring. You know, okay. you got the firepower with LeBron and Davis and, you know, what the Clippers have. They have a deep, deep roster. But OKC, they're playing defense. So you have Chris Paul and his boys playing defense. And you have the other teams looking to light it up. So you have to, be, you know, be careful. Sticking to the NBA, we were talking about the game yesterday. Brooklyn, like I said, I like to talk about my dog of the <laughs> right. night. My dog of the night is Brooklyn from last night. Okay, eight was 15, 16 to one underdog. You said you guys had them at 18, Rampart 18, at eighteen, yeah. nineteen. 18, yeah. Did you have anybody put money on that? Uh, you know, you had a few takers with the uh, parlays and five, oh, ten dollars. No straight bet. Uh, ten, fifteen dollars. Small nothing, ones. Yeah, nothing crazy. Got you know, it. Just the casual book, We did book a loser last night, so you know, I don't know what South Point. I didn't see their tickets. I have to talk to uh, so it might Mr. Be a big Andrews. One. Yeah, maybe a hundred, two hundred. Who knows? Wow. Yeah. Interesting. The other night, took uh, forty-five grand on the Lakers money line, and lose forty-five thousand at they, the who, South. You talking about the game where they lost to Toronto? Yes, forty-five thousand oh, on the money line. Yeah, against Toronto. Yeah, today was a trap. That's what you were today saying. Today was a trap. They yeah. won. They just won everything. So yeah. I mean, they, they got really they nothing to play. to play. They don't yeah, need exactly. it. Yeah, they have nothing so to play was, for, and they were favored. And I was like, Nah, I don't like somebody reaching. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. exactly. Wasn't a shock. But, I mean, the Lakers are still going to be favored in future games, and Probably. people are going to line up to bet them. Yeah. Like I always say, Lakers can be neg 100, ne- yeah. uh, you know, negative 100. You're always going to get the casual better that's going right. to go in there and Same bet the favorite. The the- Same with the Dodgers. I could remember back in the old days, Dodgers beat 20 games under 500. And people would still be the favorite. World home. Series minus favorites. 250. Yeah. Yeah. Minus 250, and right. they got a losing record. Putting exactly. World Series futures on them. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Definitely. So are you guys offering futures for the NBA right now? Like yeah, still? yeah, to win yeah. It all? I got the list here, guys. I brought it. Yeah, oh, definitely. Awesome. And the Lakers are the favorite. Them okay. and the Clippers and Milwaukee. So yeah, who's a good who's, go who's a good money? Who's a good matters. money on that list that you just gave, Rob, that you would say is worth taking a shot on from what we've seen the, the way these kids the way these teams have been playing, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, it's so hard. I think that the West is either the Clippers or the Lakers. So okay. I gotta look at an East team. I'm looking at the Celtics. Okay. You know, Brad Stevens, well coached. Which we talked Got about. Some real good past, players, yeah. Jalen Brown, you know, uh, nice players. Definitely we talked about them. Milwaukee's gonna be tough though. Oh, you yeah. see, uh, you know, they're they're going through the motions now too. They lit it up the first couple of games, then they laid back, lost to the Nets. Yep. Uh nobody played. Big minute restriction there. So, you know, it's going to be tough. I think a team like the Celtics, 8, 10 to 1, there's some value there. Maybe OKC the way they're playing, but to beat the Lakers and the Clippers, it's heat, so hard. One. So wow. Wait, the Heat are 35 to 1? Yeah, heat. yeah. Right there for Quan. Yeah, I know Quan likes go. the Heat. Ooh. Wait, what? He's a Laker fan. What do you mean Laker <laughs> No, but he said, remember, oh, like fin- to win. His I, finals, I, I what? Clippers, Clippers, uh, Who heat. was your final? Clip, Clippers, Heat. You say he didn't take Clippers? No, Clippers. Right. Lakers, Quan. Oh, heat. It was heat in someone. Maybe it was Sorry. <laughs> I remember the heat. My back on. I don't know. We got to look at a preview show to figure it out. But I swear Dwayne, it was the Clippers. I'm sorry. I did want to ask you about something you were talking about earlier. Let's switch it up a little bit and go to the horse you know, horse betting side. Right, right. You said you went four for four the other day. Yeah. Talk about that. What, what were those picks and what did you give out there? Well, I was on uh, my podcast, FM Reverse, and the Ron Flatter podcast. Okay. He has a horse racing podcast. That's uh, the one you're on, you're on mostly. Though, yeah, right, him, yeah. Right? I'm on a lot with him. And uh, I gave out four for four. I gave out uh, the winner of the Whitney also, the winner of the Whitney Bing Crosby, was, uh, that's at Saratoga. Okay. The Bing Crosby at Del Mar and okay. a couple other races. Nice, yeah. nice. So, you know, I was on fire. It was and, all over Twitter, social media, at <laughs> NYBookieDwayne. He, yeah. he loves your handle. Oh, right. He loves your handle. <laughs> <laughs> How is the podcast going, though? How is it fan uh, it's, it's hard. Like you said, you know, I heard you talking off air to the, uh, the brothers. And, uh, you know, what it is, it's yourself yeah so i haven't had guests yet so it's me just jibber jabbering and going on and on so it's very difficult to control the show for an hour and a half yeah you know i got all my stats and you hear me fumbling through papers because i'm old school i'll use the pad but you know i got a lot of notes and stuff like that but it's uh it's going good you know i'm getting a lot of followers listeners what have you and i'm trying my best that's nice just getting it out there you know rampart casino las vegas Give you guys plugs all the time. Oh, yeah, you know, I plug it, you, it's man. Great. I, I, yeah, I know definitely. you do. Yeah, you know, and I appreciate all that. Of course, that man. 
you know, we're all in this together. And, you know, I just want to share the knowledge from a bookmaker standpoint. Correct. That's more what my podcast is. I give you the lines, you know, always from South Point Rampart, and I try to go over and give you a professional opinion. So what would you say about the professional sports that are going on right now? MLB is going through a lot. They might not finish the season, in my opinion. I don't think it'll happen. NBA is looking good. They just came back with their test results. Another clean sheet. Great. NHL so far, we're looking good. MLS, not a problem. No problems. The Wubble with the WNBA, all good as well. Yes. Out of all the leagues that we just mentioned, is there any of them, like I said, I think baseball, do you Mm -hmm. see any of them not finishing out this season? Probably baseball. Uh, I think that with the Miami situation, now the Cardinals, you know, you got coaches, Phillies, right, yeah, false positives. I think MLB is doing a lot of patchwork, too. They're trying to scrape some of this under the carpet. They're not wearing masks. You see them, they're high-fiving, spitting on the field. So it's going to be difficult, I'll tell you. Baseball is the hardest. It's funny you say that, that players out there high-fiving, you know, whatever. Aaron Donald said it earlier. I was listening to it on the way here. He said that, I'm not going to wear a mask while I'm playing because it's going to bother me from breathing. Right. And it doesn't make any sense because at the end of the day, if I tackle a guy or he hits me, I'm still sweating on him. And I'm still going to get spit, everything. blood. Right. If you're a lineman, right. if you're a cornerback, if, if you're a linebacker, if you're a running back, you're going to get a lot more contact than anyone else. Physical contact. And so, Juan said it too. Then you got the winter, those months. So you have some of the, uh, you know, the second wave and yeah. the flu. NFL is going to be difficult. I want to see how they handle it. But, you know, it's a full-contact sport like hockey. Hockey's full-contact, and they're able to maintain. So I guess if you practice the social distancing and you're off time, you're not uh, hitting the topless joints like Lou, uh, <laughs> Lou Williams. You know, I, I we just talked went, about that I last week. the chicken wings. You know? <laughs> Did you see the picture, though? I mean, we talked about it last hey, week. He hangs the out there. I'll tell you the truth. Hey, he's got a reputation. He likes that place's food. Hey, oh, if he's man. not positive, God bless him, man. I tell you, but I think the NFL will be tough. I don't think baseball will finish. Do you see MLB trying to create a last-minute bubble to finish out the season? I think it's too late. I'll be honest with you. You know, once one guy gets it, the whole clubhouse has it. That's the way I look at it. Or at least 15 or 30 are going to have it. So you got to be careful. I don't think you could do a patchwork and a bubble. Could you see the NFL doing a, 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 a I mean, where? Yeah, I mean, where? If anything, well, exactly. Right. Where? You know, I mean, so hard. So hard. And they only play once a week, so that to their advantage. You're only playing once a week, so they Maybe have a Thursday to be to Sunday schedule or something. Yeah, you know they have to be careful. They definitely have to practice social distancing. Make sure these players have curfews. Coaches have to be responsible. A little more hands-on with these guys, policing the hotels and all that. But I think the NFL could do it. The crowds are another story, though. I heard I some. The, the problem with the NFL bubble, though, the NBA and NHL are doing it pretty much just for the playoffs. So right. that's a, a couple months. The NFL, True. you right. got to stay away from your family for six months, and like you said, you're only in the you're only playing one day a week. So what are you going to do the rest of the week? Exactly. And, and and the fact that there's a lot more players on every team in the NFL, and it would be all uh, thirty, however many teams there are in the NFL, compared right. to. You know, the, the cut. Way more coaches. The a a lot. The, the yeah. staff and yeah. everything is a lot more. So how do you do all that? Where's all the practice fields? How many fields can you play in if you play in a bubble? Impossible. I read some teams are going to rent out whole like the whole hotel. They're just going to just buy it out. To not have anybody else. To there. not have anyone. That's the only way. I mean, you're going to have right? you're gonna The only way you could probably possibly I'm smart, do it. But I'm just saying that is super smart. But I mean, yeah. Because if something does happen, it's between your organization. It's not that you got it from someone else. That was and they have enough money. So yeah, exactly. That's not a yeah, problem. The, the money's not, not a problem. Yeah, the right, money's exactly. not an issue. It's just guys let's like just Jerry keep it Jones. Safe. Rent yeah. the whole hotel. Half it'll be empty. Half it'll be full. You know, whatever it may be. Yeah. But yeah, some of them gonna rent out whole hotel. And think hotels. of the loss Mark Davis is taking. How much money he plowed yeah, a brand in new stadium this, and to get it built so quickly. And he's already the first owner saying no fans. And what's crazy is that he first came out. Remember when the NFL was saying that they wanted to put. First row, like tarps with advertisement. Right, right. He was the first one that came out and said, it, no. It was a 30. I want the, fans there. I want and then thing. now you're like, no fans? Like He was the only one that voted no on that. Really? Every right. Every owner voted I yes for it. He, he, was the, he was the only one that voted no. Rob, he wanted full fans. Right. Or none. Or none. That's what He was, was all or nothing right. for him. Because he was all I mean, or nothing. You're going to take Profit, away seats. You got to make your money. You're yeah. going to take away the seats basically from the people that paid the most amount to be in that stadium. To and, you know, and, You know, everyone paid it. 
whole a, a lot. A lot. So yeah, ev- yeah, everyone paid an arm and a leg, including myself. Right. And um, yeah, so why take it away from the people that you know paid the most to sit there? So yeah. that's that's what I wanted to ask you about because yeah. you technically are a season ticket holder. You bought yeah. tickets. You got, got the, the you got the email the other day. Hmm. What options did they give you as a season ticket holder? So basically, roll it over, right? Roll over the amount. So it's when you sign the contract, they tell you it's a it's a they can't ch- well they won't change the price on you on the cost of the tickets for two years. Okay. So. I hope that they keep that and just cancel this one, obviously, and keep and the give same. you the two years. Plan. Right, give me my two years before you raise the price because <laughs> you never got that. First I know year. you're. I know you're wanting to raise the price, and I get that. Um, but at least give me my full two years of not, you know, not having to raise the price. Uh, or you can ask for a refund. You can ask for a refund. But they said that they're still going to send us our tickets, so we're still going to get our commemorative tickets package. Okay. Uh, and then I think possibly some other stuff, um, some goodies. Uh, they didn't go into detail about that, but they definitely said we're going to get the commemorative tickets, um, just to, I mean, have this keepsake and stuff like that. So. Yeah, that's that's literally all it said, and you know, obviously we're sorry, but this is the this is the best decision, and I get it. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to go into that lottery system like I guess the Dallas right, Cowboys right. said that they're going to yeah, do. Yeah. I wouldn't want to even deal with that because if they're going to let ten thousand people in, and you're going to make a lot of people mad. Right, you're going to make a lot of people mad. I mean, those tickets are going to go for a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but the, yeah, that I yeah, just all or nothing, and I like you know it is what it is, but I like what I like it. But no fans. That's what I'm waiting for for the nights next year because I'm prepaid. I exactly. paid my season ticket. Have you had yeah. them since day one? Uh, or you just got them yes, this season? Yes, yeah, and I upgraded. So, okay. you know, we'll see what happens. So is it just you and Pops? I'm, I'm you charged, got two tickets? Yeah, or? Yeah. Okay. We're charged full. So we'll see what happens. So with everything that is going on, how does that affect line movement? Like, if, if you don't know what's going to Like he was saying, you don't know what's going to happen here or there, whatever. If the season doesn't happen, how much of a hit do you guys take? Massive. NFL, huge. My biggest handle by far. You're talking, you know, Super Bowl, championships, ballrooms filled, uh, crazy. Crazy handle throughout the casino. Slot machine play, pit play. Yeah. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm really hoping. I'm praying. Like Jose, I'm praying, man. Yeah, definitely. I need an NFL season. You know, horse racing can pay the bills for only so long. You know, you got the NBA, the NHL playoffs off the hook. But I need that NFL season, especially without college. Are fans being taken into consideration for lines for line when you're making a line? Well, like, yeah, good of question. course. There yeah. is no home field, right? So you have well, to take that. Well, I mean, that you're, I mean, playing in Lambo, for example, if you play at Lambo, I mean, yeah, say you know, home weather field, conditions, yeah, negative and stuff. three, stuff like that. But I mean, for for the Packers to be at home or whatever, I mean, would it drop a point since they don't have any fans? Or yeah, I mean, yeah. It, you know, you have to take the, that. Yeah, there's absolutely. nobody there. That's momentum. Think yeah. about how the the fortress is. They yeah. go crazy when the nights start going, so definitely. Once again, this is another episode of Straight Best Sports. I'm your host, Jose V. We are coming to you live on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Right now, we are joined in studio by Dwayne Colucci, Rampart Racing Sportsbook Manager, talking some betting here, talking some lines, talking about how these leagues are going to affect some of these betting lines and basically affect Dwayne's job there on how they can do everything. Now, another thing, Dwayne, that we did talk about before the show was what the Big Ten is doing. We're going to mix in college stuff. Right. We don't think that the college could possibly happen, but the Big Ten came out with some demands, if you want to call it that, and I want to get both of your thoughts on it. Yeah, go through those because I, yeah, so I, I want to hear those. One of them is they want third-party approved um, doctors to do the testing for them. That's one. Sufficient penalties for non-compliance. Mandate for athletic personnel to report suspected violations. Whistleblower protections for athletic personnel and college athletes reporting a suspected violation. Ban the use of COVID-19 liability waivers. Automatic, this is a big one, automatic medical redshirt for any player who misses any competitions because of a positive test or a mandatory quarantine because of contact tracing. That one right there, there's still a couple more, but I'm not going to go through the whole list. So that means they can't play for the rest of the season if they contact at once? Correct. Right. But they don't lose out on their year. They play next year. I like all of that. I mean, that that all makes sense. That's all playing it safe, you know, the way the way that everyone should. And I... I I'm, yeah, I'm all for all of those. As you were going reading them, I was like, check, check, check. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. Snitches can't get in trouble. And here's another <laughs> one, real quick, because it's all medical stuff. Coverage for all out of pocket medical expenses related to COVID 19, both short term and long term, incurred by active college athletes. I'm good with that. Done. Right, right. I'm good with that, too. Where do but I sign? There's a lot of language, I'll tell you right now, for one conference. You know, the SEC didn't come out with that yet. So let's, uh, you know, keep an eye on it. I'm for a lot of the stuff, but who knows? Looks like we had a phone call, but not anymore. It's all good. No worries. No worries. (laughs) But they're not the only league that's doing this. There's a lot of, I think, Pac-12 came out with some type of list of demands or schedule that the players want. Right. 
Um, no one cares about the Pac-12. Mountain West just came. <laughs> <laughs> <That's what> <laughs> <laughs> Mountain on, West we just could handle on yeah. the Pac-12. <laughs> Mountain West just came out. They're right. doing the eight plus two, I believe it is. So right. eight conference and games two plus plus two out. So UNLV gets that uh, TCU game, I guess. That's at uh, right. at, at, Allegiant. at Allegiant. Yeah. So how does that work? They're not going to do that one playing game they were supposed to do at Sam Boyd or whatever the heck it is. I have to see the schedules, Jose. I don't know. They have not made concrete decisions. So we have to look at all this as a, as a bookmaker. I'm interested. I want to see if it's all conference play. Uh, you know, it is what it is. But at least we have a betting menu. Put parlay cards out, you know, put them on the board. Let's see how it goes. But there's so much different language. Like you said, SEC has different language. Pac-12, Big Ten. Let's see how college oversees, how the NCAA comes down and says, uh, you know, okay, this is good, this is not. So, oh, all right. Look at this. <laughs> it looks like we do have a caller now. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Let us know what you want to talk about. Yeah, for Chicago, I just want to talk about the NBA real quick. Go for um, it. You know, it's crazy. It's, uh, the big dogs haven't been looking too good. Lakers, Clippers, Bucks. Um, they, they've all looked very, I don't know, beatable. They look beatable. So I feel like this playoff is going to be interesting. I feel like if they show up, East Denver Nuggets team. Um, Miami Heat's been looking real good. I feel like on any given day, they might be able to pull out a series against these big dogs because the way the Lakers played today, the way uh, Milwaukee's been playing, they don't impress me. They, I, I think they're very beatable. What do you guys think? Yeah, there's a lot of teams that are very beatable, especially in this bubble. I mean, anything can happen because there is no home court, like I said before. But who would you say is your team to win it all? My team to win it all. Toronto's been looking good. I I'd say they're playing the best right now. I'm okay 15 with that. Fifteen to one. Fifteen yeah, to one okay at the Rampart South Point. Fifteen to one. They have lit uh, lit it up tonight. That's not yeah, bad. They're That's solid. Not bad. They're, you know, battle tested. Just missing Kawhi. That's it. Well coached. Good pick. Still doing good without Kawhi, which is yeah, insane. Because I, I, Kyle picked, Lowry, I, I picked them not to make the playoffs this year, and right. I said Kyle Lowry would be gone. <laughs> right now, I did say Fred Van Fleet would step up and be right. bigger this year. What about and Siakam? Oh, Siakam's, Siakam's come out of nowhere man. and surprised yeah. everybody. Unbelievable, and they're getting good minutes from the veterans. So you know, solid team. Thanks good for the choice. call, though. Yeah, yeah appreciate the you. call. Yeah, absolutely. definitely. It's always good when we get somebody yeah, calling. Real quick, yes. um, Miami Heat. What do you guys think about them? Because they they've been impressing me. Drogic, he's been um he's having a little resurgence. He was a, he was an all star last year, but injury kind of plagued him. But dude, he's talented. The way he's able to stop at a dime, pull up that mid range jumper, the way he attacks the basket, he's been really impressing me. Uh, Tyler Hero, he's finally he's talented. He's just a rookie. If he could play the way he's playing, he knocked out on big shots in those clutch situations. He's big time. Jimmy Butler. I want to see him step up and make some big shots when they need him to. Um, Kelly Olenek, that dude is just, he's hit or miss, but when he's on, it's really impressive to he watch. He did step up yeah. the other day, yeah. I saw that. And Spolstra is solid. Oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, great coach. 35 to 1. They're 35 yeah. to 1. 35 to 1. It's not a bad pick, man. It's not a bad pick. No, the East is wide open, so definitely. Yeah, Jimmy Spolstra. Bam at a bio, he's, he's rough and rugged around the rim. He's good. He's, he's a good glue guy down there, too. Um, and then they just got a bunch of, um, like, Duncan Robertson. He's a good – he's a sniper. Uh, who else they got on that team who's they, – they got a good squad. It's just it's not like all – it's not like a bunch of superstars, but they're just really good put together. Pat Riley knows how to put together a good team. But I'll leave you guys, too. What do you guys think about Dallas when I leave? How do you think they're playing? They had a good one, Sacramento – Got those first two snubs, but I want to get you guys thoughts on that. Take it easy. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call. Uh, Dallas, um, again, Luka's been killing Luka. it. Luka's yeah. been killing it. And, uh, I think he's got stops. the most triple-doubles this season and also the most triple-doubles yeah. at that MVP age or whatever candidate. it is. MVP candidate. He's the future of the league, man. Definitely. And he's, he's uh, definitely Chris Stops, uh, today his birthday. He's lighting it up. He's been pouring in Healthy. 30s and 40s. Yeah. Hardaway had a good game two nights ago. Then he was flat. So, you know, uh, you got to watch that team. They definitely have offensive firepower, but the defense is their liability. 
It's crazy though how you had teams that were hot before the bubble, right? Like Memphis. Yeah. Now they're all four in the bubble. Yeah. Can't seem to win a game, and, and they look like a team that could have possibly not won a championship, but well, surprised some people. And I'm surprised that the Pelicans didn't play Zion. Well, they're, 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 they're managing his minutes. I guess. But, but at I this mean, point, why? why? At this point, why? Exactly. He's already rested. He'd already had all Thank this time. You. Thank you. Just, okay. I understand he's your franchise. Right. I understand you want to take care of him, but you already did that during the regular season. Exactly. How many players are that team's franchise? Exactly. Anthony Davis could be sitting now, you know, just resting. He's playing. I mean, I, I honestly think, though, that once everything gets back to normal and we have a regular season, I think the Pelicans could be a team moving forward that could be scary because they're so oh, young. Of course, yeah, they're of so course, young. They're talented. They still have a lot of guys that are raw that haven't figured out their full potential. I honestly believe that Brandon Ingram still hasn't figured out his full potential. And he's or even a monster. He's, he's a monster. He's, he's, he's yeah. a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Now that the pressure's off of them, too, now that they left L.A., the pressure's off. Yeah. You know, like they they right. can really do some damage. Yeah. I mean, granted, they're, 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 people want them to succeed because, like you said, you got Zion. Yeah. So if exactly. you're around that guy, that you're going to be part of that team. There's going to be some pressure, but there's no pressure like we have in L.A., definitely. No, no. Not just like L.A., New York. The, those those cities, that's why nobody goes to New York. Not only the ownership, <laughs> but just the pressure and the taxes and being under the scrutiny of the Daily News, the Post, the Newsday, New York Times. It's incredible, immense pressure. And I give credit to Carmelo. People knock him. He, let me tell you, he's putting up some good minutes for Portland right now. I, Watch the Trailblazers. Keep your eye on them. McCollum. You know, they have one of the best point guards in the league. We know what Damian could do. And now you get these guys coming back. Nurkic, uh, Carmelo's playing well. Collins, keep your eye on that team as well. Carmelo Hall of Famer? Real quick. Not, uh, not <laughs> no. right off the bat. No, I say I, no. I think he is. I think he, right. like, that's like saying early, I mean, there's a different sport, but that's like saying Phillip Rivers. I think he's a Hall of Famer, but he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, he'll get in eventually, but I don't think he's a first ballot. Now, he's not I, I, I – <laughs> I also got to say sorry and, you know, apologize to Carmelo because I, I talked a lot of bad, bad about him. I didn't think he had anything left. I didn't want him on the Lakers when there was rumors of them signing him. Right. For him to go with Portland and do what he's doing now. Passing and the Exactly. And he's playing some type of defense yeah. a little bit, which he's not known for D. So I, I give him credit. He's proven everybody wrong. And not only that, Portland is that team that if they get into the playoffs, they can dangerous. be scary. Talked dangerous. about it very, last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They dangerous. can be very, very dangerous. Yes. Once again, this is another episode of Straight Bet Sports. I am your host, Jose V, here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. We got a few more minutes before we close up the show. Dwayne, I haven't talked WNBA with you at all. So I, I kind of want to throw that out there since we do have a team out here in Vegas. Are you seeing any type of handle on the WNBA? Do you guys put out the lines? Yes. And if so, how does the handle look on that? Well, uh, I'm a big critic of the WNBA, but the other day I ran a test. I put out, uh, you know, a, a numerous amount of betting sheets, and I ran out of WNBA sheets. Really? So it was that, NBA. to me, you know, that Now you're talking like I am. You're talking like me. Because my coworker, uh, Bobby, he's a big advocate, you know, of women's sports. And he's like, Dwayne, you know, we're seeing some good handle. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I'm surprised. And definitely the Las Vegas team has brought some attention. You know, you got some really good players. They're managing the bubble well. Yeah. So, you know, more credit, more power to the ladies. Do you have those lines Definitely. with you, Mike? Uh, I don't have the WNBA futures, no. When the I, season I, started, I believe though. they took them down, I'll, I'll be honest with you, because I printed out every future, I and you. I didn't see those available. So Now, before the before the, the bubble, bubble, whatever they call it, started, right. were they the favorite at your book? Because I know around town they were they were the favorite in a lot of books. To uh, win the yeah, I believe they were co-favorites, I believe. Gotcha. If okay. I'm not mistaken. But, but yeah, the handle's good, good and people hand. are actually yeah. coming in, betting yeah. it, understanding it. Or are they just, hey, we need something to bet on? <laughs> no, no, they're starting to understand it because, you know, it's more fundamental. The NBA is showtime. WNBA is fundamental. And if these girls could, you know, when they're sinking foul shots, Tarasi playing fundamentally sound, uh, what's that, a Della? Yeah, she's really a super player, and Vegas has some she's nice players. She's out right now, well. though, right? Because uh, of yeah, her whole situation. So. Yeah, yes, yeah. she's in a different situation, but it's fundamentally sound. So you have to take the fundamentals into consideration, lower scoring, tighter defense. You get some sharp betters on that? Uh, yeah, yeah, so definitely. But the, the limits, we don't go crazy on the limits. Like I said, we'll take fifty, sixty thousand on the Lakers, maybe five on the WNBA. <laughs> big, big you. difference. Yeah, on big him. difference. You know, fun show, man. We've come to an end here, though, as we do every single Wednesday night. 
Dwayne, I greatly appreciate you coming in as always, my man. Thank you, Dwayne. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we love talking to you, man, especially because we bet sports and you're the sports betting guy. So horse betting guy, just all around. We know Everything. that. Sportsbook yes. man. But Dwayne, tell everybody out there where they can find you, your podcast, your Twitter handle, and what they can expect from Rampart's Brace of Sportsbook Casino moving forward. Yeah, the Rampart is going to be open seven days a week in two weeks. We're going to be moving forward. We're going to have a Kentucky Derby seminar. Myself okay. and Bob Ike, professional handicapper okay. from Santa Anita. Uh, he'll be coming down. We're going to break down the Kentucky Derby. Uh, the FM Reverse podcast is on all major platforms, Spotify, uh, Apple, Google, all that. And I do it weekly. So it comes out on Fridays. Okay. And big advocate of social media. I'm on Twitter at D-U-A-N-E. Okay, yeah. perfect. So you, I'm easy to find. Instagram, Facebook, all that. Love it. Dwayne, definitely appreciate you coming in. Thank you, guys. And we're going to talk to you again soon and have you in the studio. Pops in the background. Yeah. Appreciate you coming in as well. <laughs> Rob, good show, man. Fun stuff. Yeah, Max, it was good. It was fun. Max Ornelas, Tony Ornelas in the background still hanging out with us. We greatly appreciate you guys coming in studio as well. Yes, sir. Quan, thank you for doing what you do as always. Thank you, Quan. Because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be able to do this. Joel B in the background taking care of us with the photos as he does every single Wednesday night. So I'm going to go ahead and end with this. Do what you love. Don't care about what anybody says. I go through it daily, but I'm still here every Wednesday night. So then, I am Jose V. This is another episode of Straight Best Sports. I'm out. See ya. See ya.